Welcome to Liz Do Books. I'm Tamara. And I'm Sheila, and today we're discussing Poppy Jenkins by Claire Ashton. Now, let me put you all in the framework first. I got Claire Ashton's new novel, and then I pretty much handed over my Kindle to Tamara and said to her, Hey, baby, read this to me. She did. So she was such a sweetheart and wonderful wife, and she actually did read it to me. So a couple of pages into the book, she was completely hooked, and we loved our joint reading. Mm-hmm. And now I'm taking commissions for audiobooks. <laughs> okay, so tomorrow let's talk about Poppy Jenkins. Who was your favorite character? I think Rosalind. That does not surprise me. Tamara did a lot of eye-rolling around Poppy herself. I really love Poppy, but I also think she was incredibly, like, she didn't have a lot of patience with Rosalind, and it almost made her kind of self-centered in a way. She expected so much out of Rosalind, and in a lot of times I thought it was too much. It's like she held Rosalind to this high standard. I don't know. I feel like in a lot of ways she didn't empathize with Rosalind. But I think the reason Poppy did that was because Rosalind broke her heart, quite really, right at the beginning when they were kids. She did. And, like, how much are we going to talk about this? Because, you know... Should we have spoilers is the question here. Yes. If you're going to read this book, uh, you perhaps don't want to listen to this podcast until after you've read it. We're going to do spoilers. Probably, because the story's quite entangled with... Okay, yeah. so we're going to do spoilers, so stop now if you have not read Poppy Jenkins and go get yourself a copy of Poppy Jenkins because it's so worth it. Great read. Well done, Claire Ashton. Yes. Okay, Poppy expected a lot from Rosalind. She did. Look, the whole book is about, it's a story of two friends and how much they love each other. It turns out that it's more than just a friendship kind of love. It's more than platonic. Really what the book is about... <laughs> is about self-acceptance. Yes. And being accepting of others. Yes, because if there wasn't... If Rosalind had accepted herself and come out to Poppy right at the beginning, they could have avoided this entire thing. Yes, but at the, that point in time, Rosalind was 16. She was. And they come from a very small town. In Wales. Very conservative. Mm. And... The culture in the town is not very forgiving of Rosalind because Rosalind's always been a bit of an outsider. Yes, her family bought the big manor um, just outside of the village and they're seen as outsiders. And if anyone has ever read anything about Wales, they're very insular. They're not very accepting of people from outside. And so Rosalind pretty much spent her whole life on the outside of the town, whereas Poppy was completely accepted by everybody and loved by everybody because that's also the kind of girl that Poppy was. Mm, Poppy is one of those people that exudes sunshine. Absolutely. And so everybody loves Poppy. Now, here's the thing. Poppy and Rosalind were best friends, inseparable. And the only reason that people kind of put up with Rosalind was because she was Poppy's best friend. So Poppy was kind of like a... The glue. <laughs> the, the glue, yes. And Rosalind was extremely aware of this. So when Rosalind discovered that she was actually in love with Poppy, it threw her whole world upside down and she had to go deal with that and find herself. Rosalind is also incredibly smart, incredibly passionate, and she doesn't take shit, and not even when she was a little girl. And this caused a lot of trouble and it caused a lot of friction between her and the rest of the town. Yes. 
Now, add into the story a however many year gap between Rosalind leaving the town and going off to university. I think it's something like 15 because I think Rosalind left just after she was 16, 17, and I think they're in their like early 30s when the something book takes like place. So anyway, so she left and just like one day was gone. Didn't talk to Poppy, didn't explain anything. And this is after about a year or something of her being pretty much ignoring Poppy. Like just one day she came back from holiday, from Christmas or something, yes. and she was, she didn't want to know about Poppy. It's the person who had been Poppy's rock everything. In, yes, everything. They were always together. Poppy and Rosalind didn't exist without each other. Yes. And then she was gone with no explanation, nothing. And her parents, well, particularly Rosalind's mother, was quite terrible to Poppy. That's right. This Most of the story takes place after this has happened. So Rosalind comes back into town. Poppy's all grown up. Rosalind's all grown up. And the first time Poppy sees Rosalind, she admires her behind, I think it is. I think it's her legs... Because she's, Rosalind is leaning into her car and then her shirt rides up and I think Poppy catches a glimpse of boob. Right, so let's talk boob. Yes. If there is one thing that this book really tells us about Poppy, is that she's a breast woman. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. In Pretty much every description of Rosalind, there's some mention of her boobs. <laughs> there is. <laughs> Which leads me to wonder if Ashton is a boob person. Possibly. So Ashton, you need to pop me an email and tell me, are you really that much of a boob person or was this just a character thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, but now here's here's the big thing about this book is I absolutely love the side characters. Poppy's got this best friend now who's a guy whose name is Di. At least I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Lots of Welsh words, Welsh names, and I think Di is correct. Anyway, so he is such a sweetheart and I absolutely adore him. And her mother, Poppy's mother, for me is one of the most awesome characters in this book. Poppy herself is very typical of a kind of a leading lady. She's uh, very sweet, doesn't have a massive uh, character arc. I mean, she's got a character arc. It's not a huge one. I think... The biggest realisation is that actually... She's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if you've listened to this and it's you feel like it's been spoiled for you, go read it anyway because it's beautiful. The language. Claire Ashton's language is gorgeous. Well, this is what I say with her, all of her books. Now, here's for me a big thing about this book. I kept expecting the major, like, turning the world upside down on me because every single one of Claire Ashton's books up until now has had this major thing where you think, okay, I'm going down this road, and this is the story, and then she goes, actually, it's not. Well, didn't you say there was, like, one other sort of romance that was... Yeah, but even that one. Oh, okay. That's certain something. Even that one, you think, okay, well, that's nice, they found each other and everything, and then, bam, you discover that actually there's something really, like... Well, look, there is a bit of a... Like, if you're not a super perceptive person, (laughs) there is a bit of a... Bam, like, you know, like, you weren't expecting that to happen. Like, um... No, but, okay, are you talking about the fact that Thingy's gay? Well, I'm not so much talking about the the fact that Rosalind is a lesbian, and turns out that she's a lesbian. That was the huge spoiler. But that she was... a lesbian fiction book. Of course she's a lesbian. Yes, but she was a lesbian since she was 12. 
and she lived with that her whole life not telling anyone she was she knew she was a lesbian before poppy realized she was a lesbian you know yeah and the thing is with this book the two girls grew up in the same place and their lives were so different Mm. poppy was completely accepted in her community even though she was a lesbian and she never felt terrible about it she was she never had any persecution because of it she just was accepted whereas Rosalind didn't tell her community she moved away to London didn't come back for what 15 years or something and even when she comes back she doesn't tell anyone her parents don't know that she's a lesbian because she's afraid of the fallout even though they lived in the same place they didn't have the same they didn't live in the same place not really and it turns out in the end that Rosalind was completely right. When she does come out, she has some nasty things said about her. And this is from the same people who have been completely accepting of Poppy. So now you know the whole story. Actually, no. There's a lot of stuff we didn't tell you. There's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of beautiful moments. There's a lot of things. And there's a very cute younger sister, which I absolutely adore and oh, think Pip. is just I love the Pip. sweetest. And then there's some gorgeous uh, family interactions, yes. which I absolutely love, on both sides, with both Rosalind's family and with... Uh, Yes. Poppy's family. And there's a lot of very wonderful moments and stuff. So so while we have done a lot of spoilers, we haven't actually spoiled the story, I don't believe. Go. So you should absolutely read this. It's a brilliant book. Claire Ashton is a masterful author. I wish she would write faster because I could probably consume, you know, at least three of her books a year. This book is gorgeous. One of my biggest problems with lesbian books is that they're just so lesbian. Everything is lesbian. And I just feel like... It doesn't feel like a real world. And with this book, even though the two main characters are lesbians, and that's pretty much what the story is based on, I feel like it could have been a book about anyone, any two friends, anywhere, having this problem. And it's so well done that it transcends it. And I really think this is the kind of book that could break into mainstream easy. I agree with you. I think... It's a story about people. It is a story about people. And Ashton is a masterful writer. Her, her, her prose are beautiful. Her, her story construction is a masterpiece. The way she unravels the tale as you go. Tomorrow doesn't generally react to books the way I do. If I get excited about a book, like something so exciting is happening, I'll put down the book because I just, you know, I have to sit and think about that for a moment and just feel it. Tomorrow never does that. Tomorrow just pretty much like sits and reads and consumes her book. This one had tomorrow literally doing that. She put the book down, rolled her eyes, and then would rant at me for like five minutes about something Poppy said. Or I have to tell you, like I was team Poppy for a lot of the book, and then I was very strongly team Rosalind because I was just Poppy's wonderful, and she's this sweet person who's very giving. Except when it camp comes to giving poor Rosalind a chance to have her own experience. She keeps shoving her experience at Rosalind, even though just because they live in the same town doesn't mean that they experience the same thing. And that's what, what Poppy was wrong about. And I'm so glad it was properly resolved because I had a lot of conversations with Poppy. Do you have she did she did have a lot of conversations. I would literally say to her, okay baby, can we get on with the story now? Cause you know, like I heard it too. <laughs> Do you have any cons about this book? Well, my one con was Poppy and how, like, you know, she just wasn't giving Rosalind a chance, but that was part of the story, so not so much a con. There was one funny little thing which happened, which is Poppy's mother, right at the beginning, was introduced 
in such a way that I thought there was um, she had a mental disorder or there or was dementia, dementia or, or something was happening with her and that never kind of resolved or but I don't know if I just read too much into that. For me, that was my only... It wasn't really a con. It was just like a bit of a confusing thing. But it wasn't such a big thing either that I, I felt... Anything. It's because it made Poppy's mom seem vague. And like she wasn't there to support her. And yes. in the end, um, for all the major points, she was there supporting her daughter and guiding her and giving her the advice or whatever that she needed to get on with it. Poppy's mother actually became quite a big part of the story in the end. Yes. So the hint at some sort of incapacity or that felt a little bit at odds, but I don't mm. think it also ruined the story. Not at all. So I would give it a full five stars out of five if I was to rate it star wise, which I don't generally do with books, but since I'm on Goodreads now I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just joined Goodreads to talk about slow. But there it is. Um so yes, I would full stars well done, Ashton, and don't expect a typical Ashton work in this with a big mic drop at some point. It's about self-acceptance. Mm. It's a coming of age in a way. It's a gorgeous story. Beautiful, beautiful story. Absolutely, go read it. Go read it right now. Are you still listening to this podcast? You should totally go read it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's all we have today. Go rate our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, please, because it helps us go up the ratings and others to discover us. Spreads the word. Spreads the word. Share this podcast. With your friends, your family, your dog. All right, guys. Bye.